today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and joining me today is Eric Colley. How are you, Eric? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you very much. So we got some music stories today. So we had to get you in, our music expert. You know all things historical, current. What was the number one song on this day 30 years ago? What was 30 years ago? 1993? Would have been... Either uh, Again by Janet Jackson or Hero by Mariah. No, Hero hit number one Christmas, so I think Again was still number one. Well, there you go, folks. Eric Cully. Possibly Meatloaf, I'd do anything for love, but I won't do that. Might have been in its last week. It was Meatloaf Meatloaf last week. I'm like, it's Thanksgiving into December. I'm trying to remember what the chart date would have been. Oh, you could have got to remember. (laughs) Meatloaf, Thanksgiving, it kind of goes together. Right, right. Okay, what do we got today? Kanye West is giving Chris Brown a bad name. Chris Brown's had to backtrack from hanging out with Kanye. Hey, just being in the same room with Kanye, everybody's like, you're anti-Semitic. Yeah, I, I know. There's a bit more to it than that, but... But giving Chris Brown a bad name? Right, is right. just, what is going on? Uh, T.I. and his son, King, are beefing hard, and we'll talk to you about why and the reactions to it, because this is a really funny and disturbing it viral is, video. Everybody's got opinions on this. Yes. But to begin with, Taylor Swift, she's done with this leg of her tour. And first stop on her break, Kansas. She's gone to Missouri to visit Travis. Right. This is basically just date night for them now. Uh, Taylor is done in in South America. And as you said, she flew back to Kansas City. She's there for the Chiefs. I'm sure going to the the next game. Uh, This is just what their life is like. But for the next month, so her era's tour doesn't kick back up again until February. Oh. So... She's two got, months, two months. Yeah, she's got a little bit of time off, and you know that could take her right through the Super Bowl, possibly. So, <gasps> is it? She's got free time until the Super Bowl. I think I got. I don't know exactly what specific day in February she goes back. Wow. I'm sure if if he's at the Super Bowl, she's going to be there. Oh, one hundred percent. We're going to see her at every NFL game going coming up. Probably. I mean, it, it's just going to be even more. And un- I feel like we get a break from Taylor when she's on tour. A little bit. <laughs> a little like a bit. Touch. We still get a little too much. She's going to Japan in February, and maybe we'll get a little... A little break. Give us a break. Um, well, yeah, she plans to spend, you know, the holidays, Christmas, with Travis. They were obviously supposed to spend Thanksgiving together, but everything went wrong there. Yeah, we saw him out. He was alone driving around on Thanksgiving Day. It was sad. Poor, sad little Travis. But, yeah, I so said this is just their, their dating life now, and we're going to see it a lot. Um, the thing is... Even if this became like the normal, even when her tour is over, just okay, she goes to his games. You think people will lose interest? They will not. No. And the other thing is, there's still going to be a huge finish to this. Whatever happens, if they break up, we will talk about it forever. Yeah. She will release a song. If they don't break up, what they get married? I mean, then we're just doing this every day for we, the rest of our lives. Yeah, right. Basically, I mean, get used to it. <laughs> the, oh, the pregnancy rumors. Oh, for a while. Oh no. What T name are they going to name their baby? Yep. Oh, no. Please break up. I mean, what? Oh, they, they named their kid Tavis. Tavis. Trailer. <laughs> Call him Trailer. Tra- trailer. Has <laughs> <laughs> um, she become Taylor Kelsey? It's just like, this, this Taylor Swift woman, she is just like the most brilliant businesswoman that has ever existed. Because, like, say with this movie stuff that's happening right now, right. she got her fans to go and see the same show three times now. So they've gone to the concert, seen it there. 
They've gone to the movie, seen it there. Now it's about to come out on streaming. They're going to see it there again. How do you get them three times for the same product? Because she's so smart. It's just, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it, it, I, I got to like, you know, bow down to That's her. That's the thing. Whether you like her or not, whether you like her music or not, you have to respect that. Oh, I just, I've got so much respect for right. her business sense and, and her musical stuff. Um, She's very talented. It's just the oversaturation of it all. You know yeah, what I mean? It's anything, and that's what you know. Our, you know, Melanie's our our, our Swifty here. Yeah. She's like, she's the biggest thing in the world. I'm like, Melanie, the, the bigger the person becomes, the bigger the backlash will be. Yes. Always happens, and because everybody else that kind of was like, ah, oh, she's okay. Now you're like, she's okay, but I'm so tired of hearing about it. But I mean, she, she's actually so big um, and doesn't receive like a proportionate amount of hate. I don't think. I think no. she, she does pretty well on the hate stuff. Yeah. Like not many people. She's good at that too. I, I don't hate her at all. I respect no. her. I, I don't think many people would say I hate Taylor Swift. I think they just hate hearing about it all yeah, the time. Yeah, because she doesn't do anything that's hateable. No. She's fairly nice to people that, you know, at least publicly that we see. Yeah. Eh. King Charles might hate her because apparently he turned down, she turned down um, performing at his like coronation to be king. <laughs> that, a new book just came out and said that she said no to him. To, she was going to perform. Well, because she's the queen. Why is she going to lower herself to him? Facts. <laughs> right? So instead they got Katy Perry and Lionel Richie. <laughs> but they wanted Taylor, but she turned right. him down. Um, another thing I read about Taylor Swift this morning was that um, there is a Harvard class only on Taylor Swift. It's all about Taylor Swift. Harvard. Aren't they supposed to be like nerdy, like trying no, to be lawyers they, and stuff? They, they do stuff like this. Like there are college classes teaching like Tupac's lyrics and stuff. There's, that, that happens. There's classes about the Beatles and everything. It may, but honestly, it should be more at Harvard Business School. Oh, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. You should study her different moves. Yeah, I mean, her lyrics are poetry and that's all nice. But it, it's, we've rarely ever seen anything like this. And I think that it's going to be somewhat of a blueprint for future stars to follow this different, like, how are we going to get these customers at every place? How are we going to get a little right. bit, a few dollars out of them everywhere? And Taylor Swift just just keeps making um, countries like really want Taylor Swift to come and tour or holiday there because it's so good for tourism. Because they know places like TMZ are going to show them out and about dining or whatever. Like it's good for tourism. And we know the the Swifties like Melanie's flown to different cities to see that Eras tours. So not, not she even would to go see somewhere. It. Yeah, she flies to different cities to wait outside the stadium and hear the music from outside the stadium. She'll she fly, did do that. She'll she fly did. across country for that, like to stand in a parking lot. That is like cult-ish or it, it's something-ish it's it's extreme it's extreme very extreme and and i don't think that will ever end extreme opinions on either side rub me the wrong way you know what i mean like if you really hated taylor swift and kept talking about how much you hate taylor swift it'd kind of make me like taylor swift <laughs> and the vice versa I, I just don't want like you to you're scream. a contrarian i know i don't want you to scream anything in my face otherwise right. i'm going to believe the opposite right. um but yeah her and travis the the whirlwind romance continues Stay tuned because we're gonna be getting. We'll see. We'll see what happens with him after the holidays. Yeah, we'll see. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. 
Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Okay, on to our next story. Kanye West was in Dubai, and he launched one of his new songs he's been working on with Ty Dolla Sign. It's called Vultures, and man, it's got some... Dark lyrics. The darkest of which is, I fucked a Jewish bitch. He says, yeah, how can I be anti-Semitic? This is a, he was listening to it in Dubai, and Chris Brown seemed to be into it. Yeah, Chris Brown. Let, let, let's have a bit of a listen to the track. You'll have to see the video of them dancing and laughing along to the music, but let's have a listen to it at the club. So that is just, to unpack that, like Kanye West, who has said the most horrible anti-Semitic things, who's praised Hitler, who's been on various very right-wing anti-Semitic shows, he's got this song all about fucking a Jewish bitch and him and Chris Brown are like in a suite in Dubai laughing and singing. Dancing to it. Dancing to it. It's oddly, it's Kanye's song, but he's not the one catching flack for this, really. It's Chris Brown. To be seen with Kanye. Yeah. And so Chris Brown is coming out uh, and he's saying like, no, don't come for me. Don't call me anti-Semitic because he's like, I was just there. Uh, I find it kind of odd. He goes, I'm a pyro. I ain't Muslim or Jewish. Uh, so his defense is he can't be anti-Semitic because he's in a gang. Yeah, that I, doesn't I, make sense. Or maybe it just means I'm I don't I'm not siding Muslim or Jewish. I have no hatred for either one. Particularly, he says he's like trying to be. Uh, he says I'm trying to be peaceful, but don't wake up the demon in me. Yeah, I, I think he said like you know also like that he's pro pro life, but I don't yeah. think he don't knew what pro life. I don't think meant. he means that in an abortion. No, I think he just means he's like pro living for everybody. Like. Uh, um, yeah, it's. An odd defense, but it's just crazy that we're in a world now where Chris Brown looks bad for being in a room with Kanye. Right. And, and dancing. Right. It's just, what is Kanye doing? But, it, I mean, we haven't, we haven't heard this whole song. What happens if it's got, like, a sick chorus and it's catchy? <laughs> Are we all going to be singing, I don't think so. I, I don't think it's going to be Gold Digger, you know? Because no. we always said, like, with all the things Kanye did, we were like, if he comes out with hot music, people will forgive him. Yes. And I don't think that's true because he went pretty far. Uh, but if this is what he's coming out with, I don't think this is what's going to win the people back. I think that even if it's the hottest sounding track and melody or whatever, I'm still not going to be rapping anti-Semitic stuff. I think I don't think you'll get people to rap anti-Semitic. Is that what he's trying to do? Get us to... to or does he, does he think by sleeping with a Jewish woman that actually does make him anti-Semitic? Or doesn't make him anti-Semitic. Well, he's saying, how can I be? Yeah. Because I did this. So yeah. that's I, like somebody saying, like, oh, I listen to Kanye West. How could I be racist? Even if they're saying horrible racist things all yeah, the time. It, that's, 
doesn't make any it sense. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, there were plenty of slave owners who slept with their slaves. That doesn't make them not racist. Oh, you know, without, a, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, he know. wasn't with his wife this night, Bianca Sensori, when he was in Dubai. You, no, she was there that night because there's another shot of them. They oh. were uh, dancing together to one of Chris Brown's songs. Oh. Because oh, well, so, there were that. rumors that they had split up, but she was there with him and still standing by her man. Oh, yeah, because there were those rumors. Like, people were saying that her family is trying to convince her to leave Kanye. That she'd that, been brainwashed. That she's been brainwashed. I think the, the, the word that um, the sources used that they were talking to Daily Mail or someone was that he wants her to be a radicalized Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Whatever that, like, what does that even? I don't mean? know. Just I, more Kim Kardashian, like, just uh, fall in line with everything, you know? Yeah. Kim Kardashian was her own very successful business lady, very famous when they got together. And so he couldn't control her that much. But, you know, there's thoughts, I don't know if they're true or not, but there's speculation that he is really, you know, putting her under a tight observation and just like, she does what he has to Right. She dresses how he dresses yes, her. And yes. But so there was, you know, when she wasn't with him, when she saw her family, people thought, oh, her family's like smuggled her out basically from Kanye. And nope, she is back with him. Right. Chris I think, Brown. And because I still think that he, Kanye is unable to visit Australia, Australia, where she's from, Bianca, um, Australia has very tight laws to do with, you know, people entering the country and they can ban you for any reason. Apparently the really dark anti-Semitic stuff that Kanye has been spewing um, was enough for them to say, we're not going to let you in the country. Right. So he can't visit his wife's home or visit her family. Which it, is it, all the horribleness of the side. It's kind of funny. Like, I'd love to go see your, your family, but, oh, you know, I'm not allowed in the country because of the things I said. Like, I know. Makes those Thanksgivings easier. They've, made, uh, they've been married nearly a year, actually, now. So happy anniversary. Yeah. Happy anniversary. <laughs> happy anniversary. <laughs> uh, on to our final story. This story kind of blew up all weekend long and it's still going on now. Um, T.I., rapper T.I., he got into a very viral beef with his son, King. His son, King, and him and the rest of the family, um, Tiny was there. I'm not sure who, if the other kids were there. But they were at a suite at the Atlanta Falcons game on Sunday. And King who's somewhat of a like social media type influence, wannabe influencer. He does a lot of things, but he, he basically just like lives in his dad's shadow and tries to get clout. Right. Well, he tried again. Um, he went live and started arguing with his dad and things actually got kind of physical. Let's listen to some of that argument now. To make him look better, he said he know not true. Silver Spoon, I ain't never ate with that day a day in my life. Yeah, he's resenting the idea that he grew up privileged. He's he's trying. But to he claim, grew up privileged. He's trying to say I grew up poor. I mean, he says like you know, I I never ate a day with a, a, a silver spoon. I don't know if he thinks literally a silver spoon. Maybe right. maybe he doesn't. That was gold know. where we live. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. But King was born in two thousand four. Ti was already Ti by that point. And then when King was four is when live your life and, you know, whatever you like, when those really, really huge T.I. songs came out, he's grown up always in that world. Yeah. And it seems like he resents it. He's saying all this from the private suite at the Atlanta Falcons game that his dad's taken him to. Right, and talks about, like, going to his grandmother's house, which then T uh, Tiny, you know, his mother, like, yeah, you went to your grandmother's house because she would let you suck on your pacifier until you were 12. And we <laughs> yeah, I like that diss they got in. <laughs> right. But, I mean, you should go and watch this video because it's a three-minute-long thing, but the final minute is kind of, like, 
bit scary between the two of these guys, T.I. and his son, because things get physical. Um, King, the son, gets so, like, abusive that T.I. has to put him in a headlock. Right. Um, and the whole thing is on live. It's streamed live, this family drama. And, it's it, yeah, people are just like, this entitled kid. Man, like, we, we got uh, D.L. Hughley at the airport and, and asked him about it, and no, no surprise, he sides with T.I., but he says King is actually insulting his parents by doing this. Right, and, and D.L. Hughley would know. He's known that family. He's been friends with T.I. for years and years and years. So let's have a listen to what D.L. had to say. The thing about it is I've known T.I. and Tony for a long time, and I've watched how hard they work, and I'm, I watch how hard they value their family. And to have somebody that you work so hard and sacrifice for, to shit all over your memory and your accomplishment for clicks is insulting. He's insulting the, the effort they put into raising him. But, you know, having said that, this is a great business move for him. Like, he wants to be this influencer. He wants to be, he wants, we live in an attention economy. How do you get attention? And, I mean, if he beefs with his dad on live again, I'm going to try to tune in. Right, and you got to remember that, so King is 19. Mm. His peers that are watching him didn't grow up with his dad, really. Right. And those T.I. songs are 15 years ago. They were kind of young for that. Mm. So they just know King and they don't know all the stuff about T.I. There's no sense of respect for T.I. or Tiny or anything like that. So they're like, yeah, tell your dad. Like, you know, it's teenage angst, which, but the, yeah, I, I get D.L.'s point. Like, you have a child and of course you want her to have the best life. Yeah. So if you work to give her that life and then she resents you giving it to her, it's like, I wish I'd been poor, basically. That's yeah. disrespectful to you. I, oh, oh ab- absolutely. I, I just don't think even King believes what he's saying. He's just saying it. But, you know, maybe he does because, because he did not, he grew up very, in, in a very wealthy home and, and with access and privilege and all that. Maybe that's his concept of what being poor is. Yeah, he doesn't maybe know Maybe he's so rich, he doesn't understand what really struggling means. But, like, he knows that whole, well, why is it so, such a romantic idea to grow up poor? He knows that people grow up in the projects and right. community housing. and I understand people, you know, if you grow up with, with nothing and you were, like, like T.I., yes. you grow up and you accomplish something. There's a lot to be proud of there mm-hmm. than just being handed something. But it is weird how, like, nobody wants to be poor, but we resent anybody who isn't. Yeah, I mean. And we resent anybody who is. I, it's a weird thing in this country. It, it really is. But, I mean, as I say, you know, he's doing this for clicks. He's dissing his family for clicks. Um, and it's working. So it's, it's one of those things like, is he going to keep dissing his family for clicks now? Because this was, I hadn't heard of this kid, to be honest, before now. And now I might give him a follow. Not that I like him. Like most of the people I follow is just because I don't like them, to be honest. <laughs> You're such a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, it, it worked. It's just a strange world we live in where you could, you have a family beef on live and then it just works so well in your favor. Right, and he might become make his own money because of that. Yeah, which might be good for him because if Ti's like, you want to see what it's like to be poor, I will cut you off, and you will find out what it's like oh, to be poor. Oh, Ti should do that. That should yeah. be their new reality show. These kids grew up in a reality show. Ti and Tony yeah. had their own reality show. They should do that reality show, cutting King off. You know, right. King gets his own reality show where he gets nothing from Ti. Yes, I would go get it. Go get a job in an apartment, kid. Could you? Hey, our podcast numbers are down. Could you diss one of your family members for click? Oh, my dumb brother. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's not too bad. We'll try to get you a bit mean in it. All right, time. I'll try. Okay. Thank Coming you for joining us, Eric. Yeah, always a good time. And we'll see you guys here tomorrow. Goodbye.